Welcome to Gold Star Classroom, the podcast where our panelists go back to school. I'll grade them on their answers to a variety of general knowledge and trivia questions. They don't know what I'm going to ask, and I don't know what they're going to say. The student with the highest grade at the end of today's class will win the coveted classroom prize, the Golden Banana. I'm your host and professor, Dr. Jerry Duffy. Welcome to today's episode of Gold Star Classroom. I'm your host and headmaster, Dr. Jerry Jaffe, and it's my pleasure to introduce to you today's students. Sitting on my left is comedian and actor and voice of the Nerd Prize yes. here at Gold Star Classroom, <laughs> Mark Riccadonna. That's my greatest credit. <laughs> and so it should be. <laughs> And I, I do want to let our students listening at home know that Mark is worried about having just spilled something on his shirt, but we've assured him that no one can see. Better not be lying. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on my right is a, a comedian and actor who runs a improv troupe, CLE improv troupe. Yep. Steve Fielder. Yo! Welcome yep. to class, Steve. Well, thank you. I'm, I haven't been to class in a while, but uh, it's like riding a bike, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll find out. You just do your best. And I would like to follow up something which I want my students at home to know, that Steve has a fantastic beard that you cannot see, but yeah. it is an awesome... We're hoping yeah. that you can't see it. In fact, yeah. we're going to... Yeah. Well, because then and, they would and, see your stain. And, 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 and cool yeah. tattoos. In fact, well, Steve is going to get a bonus 10 points for his beard and tattoos as the class begins. I grew it myself. I agree. It's I nice. Agree. It and, fits on my face. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. It fits you perfectly. <laughs> And sitting directly across from me is an associate professor of biology from Lake Erie College, and with no discernible physical traits worth introducing, Dr. Zane Johnson. And, and, and the non-comedian among comedians. <laughs> and therefore the funniest. But probably, but probably the smartest one I'm following. <laughs> well, half the people in the room do have PhDs. And, um, I don't. <laughs> I'm not one of those half. Right now. And the yeah. other two can probably change it time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can get bonus points for spelling, PhD. Um, Man. <laughs> so, right off the bat with the tough ones. What we're going to do today is I'm going to ask you, my students, questions from across the width <clears> and breadth of human learning. And as any good teacher would do, I'll be judging your answers. <coughs> and at the end of today's class, the student with the highest grade will win the coveted classroom prize, the golden banana. I haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never even seen one, so, uh, you know. They're a legendary. Uh, I, that's... <laughs> a legendary golden banana. <laughs> All right. I'd like to start off the question here. This is a simple biology question. We do have a biology teacher at the table. Right off the bat. So, so the tire changers under the bus. You, you might sure, want to... Sure, sure, put the pressure on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me ask Mark and Steve if you know what the word carnivore means. Yeah, that's the... Was that the question? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's meat eater. Meat eaters. You both said it at the same time, so you each get two and a half points. Right. Okay. I, I thought that most students would know what a carnivore was, but you know there are other types of... Diets that other animals... Other types of vores? Other types of vores. Silver Star for yes. <laughs> Mark yes. Riccadonna. Excellent. Excellent. The right off the bat. Vore, yes. You still got those beard points, though, in your back I pocket. Well, it's only going to buffer for so long. I'm Mark in my zoology class. <laughs> You're already out of two-thirds of his regular students. <laughs> All right. So what are some of the... There's two other common vores that you'll hear. What do you call 
an animal that instead of eating meat eats foliage or other plant-like material? Herbivores. Herbivore. I was gonna go with. I was gonna go with vegetivore. And these are my favorite dinosaurs. Yeah, vegetivore. Cretaceous. Rex. Meat eaters, I hear. Given, ironically. Yeah. Given Dr. Johnson's, you know, professional pronunciation of the word herbivore, you of course know how to spell the word herbivore. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Five points for Mike. You knew the answer to that question. It, uh, the first letter of the word herbivore, just like the word herb, H. H. You get Killing H, it. You get H yeah, points. Yeah. H points, which is the Roman numeral for two and a half. And you. I don't think that's correct. <laughs> There's all kinds of Roman numbers. Yeah. <laughs> L has been replaced by 50. I know. <laughs> I, boo, Super Bowl 50. They lost me as a fan. Listen, after 50, you're going to have to phone a few in. I'm yeah. just saying. Since Super Bowl 42, I've been looking forward to Super Bowl L. But <laughs> they've robbed me of my dream. Uh, Mark brought up omnivore. That is the other common type of yeah, vore. In an omnivore, eat, if, if not vegetables and foliage. Type they eat creatures. anything. Yes, they eat anything. Yes. Yeah. Omni he's, being he's killing it. The prefix for Steve, Omni, Many? also the name of a famous I, magazine. Many's probably a good approximation. Yeah. So I'll, I'm just, I'll give you approximate points yeah, for that. I'm answer. just I'm just yeah. shooting at the wall here. I don't so know. Generally, uh, <clears throat> do you think you know Omni? What's that mean? Ominous. Mark. <laughs> Ominous. <laughs> Ominous war. That sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> is, is, is it all synonymous with universal? Universal. Yes. I don't want to say no because you're the biology teacher in the room. <laughs> so I can't we'll, we'll let the doctors hash this yeah. one out. I, I, I think as a normal, as a normal like a <laughs> prefix, omni usually means all. Okay. Right. Usually means all. Okay. But I can't swear that it doesn't yeah. have another connotation or denotation or specialized yeah. meaning. So um, sometimes I get the Greek and Latin confused because pan also means mean, all. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dr. Johnson. Both dark, yeah. hairy. Yeah, yeah. You, are, you are so close to the nerd prize for that. I have to <laughs> It was that far away. It like came halfway into the room and left just almost. When we speak <clears throat> of carnivores, we often uh, divide them into two general categories depending on how they obtain the meat that they eat. There's two common ways. Well, and like hunters or hunters is one correct scavengers scavengers is the other Bam, on the ran. board there you go uh, you get hunter and scavenger points for that yes <laughs> well done i was uh, thinking in a totally different direction <laughs> probably a much more sophisticated yeah. direction sometimes they get their meat from grinder <laughs> <laughs> The grinder sores. <laughs> Hitting on the vegetivores. Similar to um, the vores, there's another type of animal behavior that you probably know the common words of, but then there's some less common vocabulary words that go with it. The most common word on this list is when are nocturnal animals active? At night. At night. Steve got there first. Yes! I you usually get, do. You get 10 nightlife points. <laughs> nightlife points. I need them. Depending on how one you know, um, studies animals and biologists and zoologists love taxonomy. But to give a simplified version, I would say there's five common ways to describe when animals are active. Uh, this is uh, based on time. So some yes. animals are active at night. Yes. What do you call animals that are active during the day? Diurnal. Diurnal. <laughs> <laughs> Diurnal. That sounds like something you need to take Pepto for. <laughs> 
What's wrong diurnal. with you, Doc? I got diurnal. It's been <laughs> a couple of days you, um, now. 25 diurnal points, only good during the daylight. Yeah, see, that doesn't sound healthy, though. <laughs> well, in 25. Ohio, that's barely ever. It's <laughs> yes. like just gray. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> vitamin D deficient makes us all <laughs> eye-urnal. <laughs> D going around, apparently. Oh, I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> Back to grinder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you left that door wide noted open. that Steve does not touch yeah, D. I, yeah. I, 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 I always thought the word diurnal sounded like, uh, you know, a place to go to the bathroom for two. <laughs> yeah. you know, just, <laughs> the love toilet. <laughs> like, like the love seats at the movie theaters. <laughs> well, besides being active during the daylight or during the nighttime, there are some other categories. Mm -hmm. What do you call animals that are primarily active during twilight hours? Crepuscular. Crepuscular is the correct That's answer. That's not even a word. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds gross, too. Are these, man, so, these critters, they don't so, have a chance. So, so, yeah, so that refers to dawn and dusk active. Dawn and dusk active. For example, rabbits are an animal that are considered crepuscular. Shout out to Kevin Bacon, my new pet rabbit. <laughs> He's listening. Yes. Well, uh, Kevin Bacon, our new pet rabbit, is the only one who's ever rated us on iTunes. Really? Uh, <laughs> so I expect you three to get on that. I, I, I know your rabbit by one degree of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> there are animals that, uh, if crepuscular, crepuscular, crepuscular means dawn and dusk. Yes. There are some animals that are only primarily active during dusk, and we call those animals vespertine. Correct. Vespertine. You want to go grab a beer, man? I want to grab a beer, too. <laughs> bring our, it back. Yeah. Our uh, next topic is pop culture, so don't worry. <laughs> okay, yes. You'll be back in the game after that. And what do we call animals that are active primarily during dawn hours? Matutinal. Matutinal. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Here is the question of the question that it's all been leading up to. Of those five categories, naturally and typically, what are humans? I don't even remember Omnivore. what the five categories were. I don't even remember what the five categories were. Omnivore is correct. Humans are usually considered uh, omnivores. omnivores and diurnal. Okay, and diurnal. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we have crappy night vision. <laughs> I've um, read that compared to daylight vision, our vision is about 1% what it is at night compared to daylight. Yeah. Does that seem like a reasonable estimate? I mean, it's uh, just a... That's not a scientifically precise estimate, I, but... I, I, I don't actually know. Oh, I, actually, I actually did my own research on this, oh, yeah. and I thought I was picking up a really attractive girl at a club, <laughs> <laughs> and then the sun came out, and I realized I have terrible night vision. <laughs> you, yeah. get, you get at nighttime, you have a couple beers, yeah. and your vision See, if gets... You, if, if, if you were a lemur, you wouldn't have had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you never see lemurs with... Yeah, yeah. they seem to get their game on lockdown. <laughs> well, as I tally the points from that round, I'm reminded that sometimes as a teacher I seem to uh, dole out a lot of harsh criticism and that perhaps I should provide some positive, constructive criticism to my students. So for that purpose, I have here a list of 100 random ways to praise students and I thought that Steve and Mark needed a little cheering up, so I just like to say, <laughs> keep up the good work. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. I feel better already. Yeah. 
I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see your next round of evaluation. I think we're missing the point here that he had a Google words of encouragement. They just don't naturally come to him. I have a whole list, you know. They last me the whole school year, actually. And that's wow. primarily because I'm dead inside. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I ask you this question as an introduction to another topic? Who is famously Moon Unit? Michael Jackson. He does no, the no, no, no. It's, it's the it's daughter of Frank, Frank Zappa. Zappa. Yeah, Dr. Johnson. He, he yeah, got it's it. Frank Zappa, Dweedle, that, 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 that was simultaneous. Dweedle, so. Ahmed, Ahmed, and, and one more um, famous Frank Zappa offspring, offspring. name. Frank Zappa Jr. No, no. <laughs> Moon Unit, Dweezil, Dweezil, Ahmed, and Diva Tin Muffin. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on the tip of my tongue. I um have observed, and you may have as well, that sometimes celebrities give their children creative names. I think that can be a positive thing. So I'm not trying to be critical yeah. of it, but it's just interesting. So I have here the names of other celebrity children. Hmm. And can you tell me the parent who they belong to? Who they belong to? I don't even know who my kid belongs to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, they should have given given him, her, or it a more interesting name. Yeah, that would clarify things. Start with another one I think is relatively well known. This uh, celebrity couple has two children, one called North and one called Saint. Oh, uh, Kanye West. And Kanye West. Kim Kardashian. And Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so sad that I know that. split this point, so you get the I'm, North points and you get the Saint points. <laughs> right. that, 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 then conversely, I should be happy because I have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> you've actually lived a better life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're four, the winner, so he, you should, he should get points for not knowing <laughs> yeah, that. <it's> really, <laughs> we read Twitter, yeah. he reads books. Yeah. What celebrity named their child Kal-El? Isn't that like a grass you drink? Yeah. <laughs> I know, that sounds like, yeah, no, I got that's, that at that's, Jamba that's Juice. That's Superman's name. And we have a winner of today's <laughs> Nerd Prize. Oh! Oh! Congratulations, Dr. Johnson. Yes! You want a live version? <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> but a celebrity has named their child Superman's Kryptonian I name. would say it's Seinfeld, but it, I know it's not. No, but it is someone girl. who has an association with the Superman brand. I don't know. I go outside. Yes. Like, <laughs> I don't know these things. I guarantee you, you no know who Stan the celebrity Lee? is. No, no idea. Not Stan Lee. This actor. Oh, here's where I go nerd oh, again. Stan Nicholas Lee's Cage. Marvel. Correct. Nicholas Cage. Oh, he's, okay. He has kids? He's named after a comic book. It's really, he's Nicholas Coppola. Right. And he, yeah. Okay. That's so, the only thing when you said this actor, I was like, what actor knows a lot about comic books? He was in a Superman thing? No, he was cast to play Superman in the aborted Tim Burton Superman film. That's, oh, that's right. I read that recently. Yeah. Uh, a documentary came out recently yeah. about that as well. Then, yeah. then he was cast, and then they met him. He's <laughs> like, we can't do this. I can't spend six months with this guy. <laughs> well, the whole film like lost financing and support. So after about a year's worth of pre-production, including all the major roles being cast and like a lot of work being done. The studio just pulled the plug completely. Is, is Apple on your list? I know Apple. <laughs> no apples. Oh, no apples. But I do have a... Um, Macintosh. Sage, no. Sage no. Moonblood, anybody? Sage, Sage Moonblood. Moonblood. Sage Moonblood. Is Johnny Depp. No. I like that guess, though. <sighs> that, that, that's Makes plausible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have surprised me if you got that right. Yeah. It has to be a musician who thinks... 
is an actor, actor, who is himself known for many violent movies, and oddly has an Academy Award, which stuns most people. Oh, no, 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 Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yes. Steve Fielder. Rocky. Wow. wow. That's where he got his wow. Academy Award. Uh, 1974? Wow. Rocky? Nine? A little bit later. 79? 79? I'd have to fact check that. For 78 my or 79. Yeah. Late 70s, I'm sure of that. I think he was doing another film in 74. Probably softcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, celebrity whose son has a famous nickname, but I don't think it's their proper birth certificate name. Jet Travolta? Prince Michael. Prince, Prince Michael. Mm-hmm. Can't be Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson. Oh. It ca- called his son Prince Michael. Whoa, it was whoa. called that Didn't in the Blanket? blanket? Well, that yeah, would make blanket. Sense. I know Blanket. Yeah, yeah. I know Blanket yeah. because of South Park. Blanket right. and then the <laughs> Well Blanket is also the nickname of that child. Hmm. That's not, not really that's <coughs> not the real real name of that child. It's not the one he dangled over correct. the balcony. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get the na- nickname because he was hoping there was a blanket under the <laughs> under there? <laughs> Somebody kiss my baby. I have but I <laughs> <laughs> you should get points for that. <laughs> I was too busy laughing to give out points that <laughs> I don't think anyone is ever going to trump Frank Zappa's children's names, but I do think we have like a second place winner. Hmm. This celebrity has two children, one called Zoltan and one called Moxie Crime Fighter. Penn Jillette. Correct, Penn Jillette. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why I know 20 that. 20 magical points. I have no idea why wow. I know that. I know his son, he nicknamed, he calls his son Z on the podcast. Can, can, can we go back to biology? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I tell you what, if we go to like viscosity of lube oils to injuries, <laughs> you guys are done. <laughs> People think I have weird kid names. We have Axel and Duke. Axel and Duke. My yeah. son's name is Rain. Rain, that's Rain. R A Y N E. That's cool, man. Yeah. Rain Pryor, that's another. Yeah. Rain. Yes. Rain. Anyway, I know Apple. That's Gwyneth Paltrow's kid. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but that seems tame compared to Sage Moonblood and Moxie Crime Fighter. I, I, was, I was half waiting for you to throw one in there like. Bill. Bill. Which <laughs> is like, wait uh, a minute. Uh, no celebrity named their kid Bill. Yeah. <laughs> what, is this? what is this nonsense? You're talking Bayless. Absurd. <laughs> As I'm tallying your grades so far, I'm reminded of a great uh, skeptic and science historian, Michael Shermer, who once said, skepticism is not a position that you stake out ahead of time and stick to no matter what. And I remain skeptical about your grades at this time. Uh, then it come from the encouragement pile, did it? That. No. Okay, <laughs> so. Yeah, that, 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 that was a bridge too far. <laughs> was that <laughs> Trying a little too hard there, was I? All right. This is a question I like to bring up, and it may be the single most controversial topic that oh, could be boy. brought up. Uh-oh. I've seen more people get in fights over this topic. Mm. If you bring this up on Facebook, it's worse than politics or religion or the, the baby of politics and religion put together. Taco Bell's breakfast menu. Boom. <laughs> what religion was practiced by the Vikings? I'm going to say they were well, atheists. We have a vote no, for atheists? No, no, they, well, I think er, they were er, er, early on they were, they would just be classified as pagans, but they converted to Christianity. Um, oh, sounds like he got stuff to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember rape and pillage in the Bible, though. I must have missed you that missed chapter. missed chapter two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> That's when things really kick off. Have you off. read the Old Testament? Uh, once, but... <laughs> it didn't stick? It, it wasn't by choice. We'll put it that way. 
because Dr. Johnson's answer sort of seemed to like sketch out a time frame, like an earlier time and a later time, it does sort of beg the question of who the they is. Like, who are the Vikings when we say the Vikings? And I kind of have a feeling like they'd be on a boat and they would like worship the god of the ocean and the god of the Well, there's, sky there's actually, where, where he's, I think you're going with this, there's two sets of, I guess, traditional air quoting Vikings that we yes, know of. Air quotes are very yeah, effective. Yeah, we know the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> yeah, the Minnesota Vikings. And, and they are the godless atheists you were yeah. referring to earlier. Yeah. The well, there's, there's the pre-Peterson era and the uh, <laughs> current, no. But uh, there's yeah. the, the basically the popularized uh, savage mm. era of the Vikings. The ones that look like you. The ones that look like me. <laughs> and but then, if you could uh, imagine this beard with a horned helmet on, See, that's a common misconception. They never, they never wore They wore, never wore those. They wore those beer koozie helmets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and then the, the later Vikings were the explorers and the yeah. adventurers, I guess, of the Which time. one did Leif Garrett sing for? He was the adventurer <laughs> and explorer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, with his golden locks of hair. And, By the oh time boy. you get to... Of course, first of all, the Vikings, as Steve aptly put it, is a sort of a mythical conception, like mm -hmm. what people think of in a knee-jerk reaction when they hear the word Viking probably yeah. never existed, really. And then the thing that approximates what people are imagining is probably like in boats and exploring mm -hmm. and even warfare or raids and things like that. That's <coughs> all 12, 13, 1400s. That's when Leif Garrett so. put his friend in a wheelchair. He was drinking a ah, driver's boat. Yes. Yep. So yeah. that sort and, of... And, and that would be Christian era. And that's Christian era. Yeah. So Those the, are Christian. Yeah, the, yes. Yeah. Correct. And then, of course, then that begs the question, or leads to the question, where did Thor come from? Well, right? What the heck is a Thor? <laughs> space. Thor. Yes. I've seen the Avengers. Avengers. He's a kind of <laughs> basically. Don't think about it too much. I think it's a direct quote from one of the movies. <laughs> Wasn't Thor just a really sexy blacksmith? You seem to know a lot about <laughs> Thor for someone who I, well, claims about, to not know much about, 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 about Norse, Norse mythology. Yes, yeah. he, he was the Nordic <clears throat> god of war, if I'm not mistaken. Um, anyone want to echo, add, disagree? Well, uh, then, the, what, saying? The, what religion is that? That they no, have a god of the, war, a god the, of well, the you, god of the, the god of thunder. If you the, want to like the, vaguely say, as, as Dr. Johnson yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. pagans, so the pre-Christians yeah, of yeah. some pagan variety, that's probably a, an apt generalization. Yeah. But the the twist is, it's hard to claim, certainly definitively, that they ever worshipped Thor or yeah. Odin or yeah. Loki. There. It, 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 it's likely that the so-called Norse pantheon, it was, it was more of a cultural tradition right. than, a, than a strict religion. So it, and it didn't really have a, a earlier, talking about like this pagan, like pre the year 1000 type tradition, mm -hmm. was non-literary. So there very little of, would have been oral traditions and stories and relics and things like that. Yeah. Until Norse, I, Icelandic to be specific, scholar, with the unlikely Muppety name of Snorri Sturluson. I've heard of him. <laughs> wasn't, he, wasn't he the chef? He was was the, the, <laughs> wasn't he the son of an actor? <laughs> Snorri, yeah. I, I think he was one of the main chroniclers of the Icelandic sagas. Correct. Yeah. And his chronicle... Beat, beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yes, so in the 13th century, he compiled like two books of Icelandic slash Norse mythology. Is that on Netflix? <laughs> just curious. Yeah, if it's not on Netflix, I don't know what it is. But it certainly should be. 
All right. Well, this is the part of the show where I start to compile your grades and go oh, through my great. grade book. But before I can uh, definitively finalize your grades, we're going to have a one more extra credit question. And I'm going to propose to you a topic. And everyone, this is an open field question where you get to contribute the smartest thing you can think of. That sounds dangerous. It, it is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> trouble happens. So what interesting facts or trivia can you share with the class and the students listening at home about the ocean? It is very deep. <laughs> In fact, I watched a video on Facebook, <laughs> and they, they showed a little submarine go down, and it was only about halfway down. It was as deep as Everest if it was upside down. Sure. <laughs> I was on the island, Diego Garcia, where in Transformers yeah, I said yeah, he yeah. was, I was actually on that island doing USO shows. Did, uh, did Optimus Prime was there, was it? They, they had all the <laughs> container ships, so we didn't get to check them. Oh, <laughs> did you even ask? I, you know, right. they were hushed. Well, that was uh, Mark's contribution to the extra credit question. Dr. Johnson, Steve, who has something smart to say about the ocean? I don't have something necessarily smart about the ocean, okay. but it pertains to the ocean. You can probably back me up on this. Uh, Why are you looking at him? I'm the teacher. <laughs> well, well <laughs> we're against you. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. Oh, okay. that's a, that's One a of the coolest things that I like about the ocean is um, there's the, the wildlife is, there's like what we know about 2% of the wildlife that yeah. we know of yeah. in the ocean, but there's a fascinating um, type of creatures that actually emit their own light. Mm -hmm. It's called bioluminescence. And okay. there are very few yes. animals that actually do yes. this. Yes. And there's a, uh, a shrimp, and I can't remember the name of this shrimp, but it's so deep that the light doesn't get down there. Mm -hmm. So it's actually see-through, mm -hmm. and it has these balls of, uh, of photoluminescence inside of it. Right. And when mm -hmm. the fish come up to go eat it, it shoots these balls out, and the fish go eat the ball, and the shrimp's just like, ha-ha, I, I won, you're an idiot, it out. swims off. I so, want balls of luminescence. <laughs> that sounds like you should go see a doctor if you're yeah. shooting balls of luminescence out. That'd be a great name for a band. Balls of luminescence. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, sadly, my band in college was called Shrimp, so it was not really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I wish I'd known about that name. So, yeah, my contribution oh. is uh, bioluminescence in shrimp. In the ocean. Oh, that's pretty Dr. Cool. Johnson, this is your chance. Uh, wow. Swing for the fences. You know he teaches a whole course on this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I just uh, one-up you? Yeah, well, just trying to think of something. The problem is I, I, I have a lot of things I could say, but none of them are actually interesting. So. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. You find uh, out if it makes the final edit. Oh, uh, well. Given that ice, icebergs are comprised of ice that is fresh water, not, not salt water, mm -hmm. they are more buoyant in the ocean than if they were actually frozen salt water. But the thing I was going with this was a few years back there was an iceberg floating in the Atlantic that was the size of the island of Jamaica. Oh, okay. Get a summer home on that. But <laughs> <laughs> you want a winter home. <laughs> Whatever, you know. I just go where the iceberg takes me. That's a big iceberg. Yeah. I, uh, when I lived in New Zealand, you'd occasionally get big icebergs floating by. I mean, like football field size icebergs, like pretty big ones, but that seems like a whole other magnitude of, of size. Yeah. <laughs> now, if we could just figure out how to roll those onto the land in Africa, we could get fresh water to yeah. these people. Problem solved. Humanitarian right here. That's <laughs> yeah. Solving world's problems one podcast at a time. Well, after um, carefully tallying 
all of your grades on my abacus, I've determined that the winner of today's coveted classroom prize, the Golden Banana, is Mark Riccadonna. Yes! <laughs> yes! I didn't get any questions right, but I still took home the prize. Yeah, yes. But the ones you got right were worth so many points. They Just so, so many ones. points. <laughs> No, no Being the humanitarian about you are. <laughs> oh, definitely. Star no one else uses an advocate anymore. Spies. That's why. <laughs> understand. Are you sure you're reading that right? I think he just gave it to me because I had Original to drive through that iceberg. <laughs> 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 I mean, abacus is what I call my balls of luminescence. So, now you know why my students complain. That's horrible. Take this opportunity to thank today's students. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Johnson. And it just remains for me, your host and headmaster, Dr. Jerry Joffe, to thank you, my students listening at home. Thank you.